Hello, and welcome to Swipe Left, Swipe Left, the podcast that celebrates the funny side of life, not just things that happen on the road to romance. But those excruciating encounters that happen at work, the swimming pool, on holiday. You get it. Embarrassment knows no boundaries. In the last episode, we heard a story about a disastrous adventure through a wardrobe. And in this episode, we hear all about another kind of wardrobe disaster. Yes, this show is all about what not to wear. And we have a couple of stories in this episode. First up, we hear from Joey Wright. I can usually beat somebody's worst first date. And this story is a bit different from the others in the series. We've actually collaborated with another podcast in the States. It's called Raw Storytelling. And this show is based around a monthly event where anyone can get up on stage and share their story in front of a live audience. I think after the first time I went, I saw that the topic for next month was awkward first dates. I'm like, oh my God, I got this. And so Joey went along and shared his story live on stage. In this episode, we're bringing you that story, but with a bit of added swipe left, swipe left sparkle. It's all about what not to wear and what not to do on a first date. So here we go. You have good dates and then you have good stories. The beginning, it's a love story. And uh, I met this beautiful, beautiful, like funny, cool, I mean, everything. And I met her on a job. And she lives in out of state. She lives in North Carolina. It was probably a two-hour flight from where I am. So it was certainly long distance. We can classify it at that. But we continue to talk. Call me back when you get this, okay? All right. I really, I thought this girl was like perfect, okay? I literally, I nicknamed her like to my friends, Angel and Perfect. Okay, so so we continued talking for a couple of weeks, and I mean, it went from you know an hour a night to two hours a night, FaceTiming, all that stuff. So we knew there was something there. So I finally, uh, after say a couple of weeks of this constant talking, invited her. You can stay with me. You can have my spare room. I don't want to like put you in a trapped situation. I know you would like to have an exit strategy. Somewhere between the time that I invited her and the time that she came. My buddy invited me to a party he was having that weekend, my neighbor. And it was going to be the night, the first night she was in town. Hey, I just got an invite to this ugly sweater party. Would you want to go to it on Saturday? I found this horrific sweater that's baby blue. It's just a bunch of cats on it. It looks like something that somebody's dying grandma made while she didn't have it fully together and (laughs) her taste already died but her knitting skills didn't so she came up with this awful thing so i reached out to my friend chris hey chris what are you doing on this particular saturday night you want to come to uh my buddy's party casually he says oh i can't dude uh fetish parties that night so i was like what's that I'm a very curious person, okay? I don't knock anything until I've tried it once, okay? (laughs) He said, uh, you should come, bring that girl. I was like, dude, are you out of your fucking mind? There's no way I can ask her 
that the night she gets into town to spend this first weekend with me to come to a fetish party. (laughs) So I called her. (laughs) And I told her exactly that. You won't believe this, but my buddy Chris, I asked him to come to the ugly sweater party. He countered with, no, come to the fetish party. And I told him, there's no way I could ask you that. And her response was, let's do both. (laughs) She started showing me pictures of the things she was trying on for the fetish party. It were like these sexy unicorn thong leotards. And I mean, she was getting into it, right? So I'm thinking, cool. (laughs) So she shows up. We greeted at the airport. In fact, we had, never, we had never even kissed or anything. So we didn't even know how this was going to go the first time we're seeing each other in person, and it's not under a professional uh, circumstance. But we kissed and hugged, and it was a great meeting at the airport. Now, that day, one thing I had to do was go shopping for my outfit with her. And this is, in hindsight, where I might have started to play the wrong cards. I think with with fetish parties, and I I was no pro at this, uh, I think there's sort of a a spectrum that you could could go with. You could dress up kind of cool and black leathery like the Matrix. Or you could go kind of like village um, (laughs) people-y, flamboyant. So I, I went with kitty man slave or whatever as my outfit. I think I had a mesh long sleeve black shirt leather kitty ears. Actually, it's none of it's leather. It's all cheap polyurethane. I'm sure I was sweating my ass off wearing all this tight vinyl garbage bag outfit and a sweater. So yeah, I was probably not having the best wardrobe day. And if I had done a little research, I would have seen that her last boyfriend was like this, like kind of macho, alpha male, like country dude. So it already started to take a little like downward turn. And um, and let's just say the distance started to grow. (laughs) Also, I didn't know they have coat checks at fetish parties. So you don't have to walk out of your building and pass your neighbors in the outfit and get into the Uber, and then go across the parking lot. You could hide it. I did not know that. So a little note to you uh, fetish party virgins out there. So we, uh, we, go, we go to the party. Whatever you're imagining is exactly what was there, okay? Yes, all of that, right. Was a guy in a centaur outfit, full fur and hoofs. Then there's another guy that's, he's got these like castle whip leather things. He's definitely been to a few of these parties. Oh, I didn't say this. My neighbor came, the one from the ugly sweater party, the one that threw the party. While we were at the party and when we were leaving, he said, Where are you guys going? So we're going to a fetish party. He said, What? What, what fetish party? Now talk about like impulse buys, okay? 
I, I had to mentally prepare for this for like a week, okay? He goes, where is it? I tell him where it is. He showed up, and all he did was put on a little mask, he had his ugly sweater on, and then no pants, <laughs> and his socks and shoes. That was his fetish costume. His makeshift, last minute. <laughs> So I guess if you're ever invited to a fetish party on short notice, you can just take off your pants and go and you'll blend right in. It was not going great, okay? Like she left me at one point, hey, because she brought her friend, okay? And she goes, we're going to go to the, we're going to go get a drink. Stay here. I'm like, why do I have to stay here? I'm like, I don't, I don't know anybody and look at how I'm dressed. You're going to leave me alone like this? You sick human. I don't know. I, I mean, my look maybe wasn't doing it for her, or whatever. And um, so I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. Um, uh, <laughs> no, it's too. This is too vivid. It's. I'm having PTSD. Uh, so um, I, I think she already decided like she's not coming back to my place. Okay, like she's she's gonna go home with her friend. <laughs> but I, I learned. First date advice. Mr. Kitty Slave is not a good look, okay? <laughs> For sure. I, that, let's just across the board, never, okay? If it's not some activity or skill or, or something you would list on your Tinder profile, it's probably not right for a first date. So save the fetish party for date number two. Thank you. when I'm in the middle of a situation where I'm like, I should just pull the ripcord or I just stick it out for the story. And I think there are plenty of times in life where, you know what, it's worth going through the mud a little bit for a good story that will serve you forever. And if that story can maybe save a possible long-term relationship, then totally worth mind going to total shit so yeah i guess i guess that would be the hope of sharing it wow what a first date i hope that our listeners out there are also sticking it out for the story but hopefully without it sticking out his date completely went to the dogs or the cats maybe i should say but it was worth it i definitely feel more educated i hope that everyone else feels more educated too yeah, good advice on the etiquette of attending a fetish party. Thanks, Joey. Yeah, and thanks to Raw Storytelling for collaborating with us. You can check out that show. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Just type in Raw Storytelling and you'll find lots more fun stories told live on stage. And as promised, we have one more story about wardrobe disasters. And this story actually comes from one of my best friends, Bex. She's a friend from university and she applied to do a PhD. She got offered a fully funded place. So I was going up to Edinburgh every month to have a meeting before going out to do the PhD research. At this point, I knew that I was going to study pigs in Uganda, but apart from that, I didn't really know that much about the topic. So she was really anxious about not knowing what she was doing. But she had her monthly PhD meeting booked in and she'd just have to head up to Scotland and just wing it. 
so I was meeting my supervisors. There were the three of them, and it was a really new relationship with them. So I was trying to impress them all. It was the final meeting to go through everything and prepare everything, and the last chance to prove that everything was going to be fine and that I had a plan in place. So it was quite formal and serious. I went to Edinburgh on the bus because I literally had no money. Eleven hours, but it cost ten pounds. The next day, I went to the university, so I thought I'll just try and look as smart as possible. So I bought some new shoes from Shoe Zone. They were like black. Suede, ten pound shoe, like a Chelsea boot, but it's not really like a Chelsea boot. Stylish, but like on a budget. I walked to the office. It was raining, so I battled through it to get there. Then I arrived, a bit bedraggled, with my new shoes on, but my whole foot was wet. So I was in the meeting with the three supervisors, and I was feeling nervous, and so I was looking at my shoes, and then I noticed the shoes were like slightly peeling. Oh no, that's a really bad sign. I just found it really difficult to pay attention to what my supervisors were saying, and they were looking at me really seriously, and I think they were a bit worried that I didn't exactly know what I was doing, and they were trying to make me be more confident. but I was not really paying much attention to what was going on and just thinking about my foot. I was really distracted by it. The soul essentially fell off in the meeting. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe that this happened. I tried to hold on to it with my toes but the shoes just completely fell apart. So I was trying to kick the pieces away from this scene. It was also really conscious that I was going really red and like giving myself away. And I think like a bit nervous and distracted. And I was thinking about how I was going to get out of the room without them noticing that my shoe had essentially melted off. So I just waited until the end, and as soon as we had all kind of finished talking, I awkwardly got up and sort of dragged myself towards the door. And then was like, okay, bye, and dragged out. The sole and all the pieces of small rubber plastic pieces were left on the floor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I was at the receiving end of that phone call as soon as Bex exited that disaster of a situation. I also like how this is set with these stuffy academics where you have to pretend like you know what you're talking about, but deep down inside you really don't feel like you know what you're doing.
Thanks for listening to Swipe Left, Swipe Left. If you'd like to share your own story of wardrobe malfunction, then do get in touch. All the details of how to do that are on the website, swipeleftswipeleft.com. And of course, as always, if you're enjoying the series, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, tell a friend. Until next time, bye. Okay, and rolling. Introducing Story Notes, a brand new podcast by Stable. We tell the stories behind the stories from world-class audio producers. It's about somebody who drilled a hole in his head. This is a piece all about my grandma. We simply listen, take notes and ask the questions. I wouldn't say they were always the easiest, what's the word, patients, victims, (laughs) interviewees, that's it. Presented by myself, David Maguire. To listen, all you have to do is search Story Notes wherever you get your podcasts. Cut!